0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
2: You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker.
3: Rob, we just heard the news from Monsi Bellanos: uh Mon Green suspended indefinitely by the NBA. What are your thoughts? Bravo, Chris. Bravo to Adam
1: Silver, Joe Dumars, who I know carries out a lot of that stuff, Chris. Yep. And the people there, and I know that they consulted and let the uh, union know what was going on as well. Bravo. Chris, we got to stop this. I think they saw that last night and said, we cannot have this in the NBA. Okay? No. This is not hockey. You're not the the enforcer. You know what I mean? You're not dropping gloves and fighting with people and hitting people in the face. And, and potentially hurting somebody seriously. We got to stop this guy because he's out of control.
3: He, he really is. And when you look at the frequency of these actions, Rob, remember last year in the playoffs against Sacramento. I mean, we're only, how many games are we in? 20-something games into the season, and, and it's to... already happened twice. Right. I mean, so I am fine with it. Um, indefinitely means. It, 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 I, I assume, Rob, it means that they're expecting him to go to some type of counseling, right? That or get some they, type of help. And once you once you fulfill those obligations, then we'll consider you being able to play back in the league. But I'm totally fine with it. I, I don't feel sorry for Draymond at all, Chris. It's and about player safety. Hopefully, this will t- teach him a lesson. Absolutely. This is.
1: They had to look at that last night and go, oh, okay, we can't. What? What is this? What are you doing? You're going to hurt somebody out there. And then what? It's on who, Chris? Right. It will be on the NBA. It's going to be on the NBA when a player loses an eye or something.
3: And, Rob, I said, and when you covered the NBA, David Stern was the commissioner for a lot of that time. Yep. I said today on First Things First, David Stern wouldn't put up with this. I mean, he just wouldn't. And I know, remember, there was fighting. I mean, in the 90s, the mid-90s, it was a lot of fighting. And he, he instituted some rules that were very harsh. I mean, remember, we remember come, the, the Knicks. Patrick Ewing uh, yeah, the, stepping off the court It cost bench. them the series against Miami. Very well they, may have
1: that fight. Sure. And, if, and the thing was, the fight was in front of the Knicks bench. So, yep. you know, they went, they
3: stepped on the court where Miami was all the way down on the other end. Right. And they got and remember, spared. I think Ewing, though, when he stepped on the court, he was on the other end. Remember right? That? Like, he yeah. was away from the action. And that may have been a little bit harsh, but guess what, Rob. We don't have that type of fighting. It stopped. You know, it stopped. And I think this is a good step by Adam Silver. Rob, you know, a lot of times you want to give people, or in this case players, the benefit of the doubt, right? We know everybody makes mistakes. We know, you know, sometimes you can come down too harsh on a person. But then there are times where you're just fed up. And it's just like there is no defense of what you did. You clearly are taking advantage of people giving you a little rope, right? People have been patient, to say the least, Rob, with Draymond. I mean, they have given you chance after chance. Yeah, you get a little slap on the wrist, a little bit of punishment. But they have given you chance after chance after chance. And you have shown no remorse, no maturity, no growth. And you don't seem like you even think it's a big deal, and I'm glad they came down on him this hard. And I, you know, I don't even care. We'll see when we'll see Draymond when we see Draymond. But you know what? But don't get I think, yourself
1: right, man. I think this is also an indictment of the Warriors that they're like, you guys haven't done what you need to do, okay? Because Chris, you mentioned it, stepping on uh, somebody's chest. Yeah. Uh, right. I agree. He, he, he stomped on. Uh, who was that? I well, mean, that was DeMontis Sabonis. Right. right. Punching, Punching out your teammate, a sucker Jordan punch, Poole. Jordan Poole. And now here you are in yet another game swinging on somebody's
3: head. Like, like here we are again. I'm going to be honest, Rob, and I, I haven't talked to anybody about this, but like inside info, I the Warriors, I kind of think that they feel like Jordan Poole, like, I don't know if they, once I'll say, deserved to get sucker punched. But it clearly seems to me with the way they reacted, the lack of punishment, obviously trading Jordan Poole, and now, to be honest, he is acting, acting a fool in Washington. Like I almost That think still doesn't that they, justify no, what No, I know, that, what but happened, I'm just right. saying, I'm telling you what I think they feel. I think they felt like, man, this dude is a clown. And he's getting on everybody's nerves, and, and everybody's nerves, and Draymond... Punched him out, and I agree that doesn't justify it. Um, but it seems to me from their reaction that that's what they felt. And I'm just going to be honest: playing sports, you know, uh, up through college, there can be situations. I mean, you have fights on teams, and I think Rob, if it hadn't gone public, I don't think they would even thought it was that big of a deal. They, they were more mad, Chris, about it—the yes. videotape big being leaked. Then, then
1: that it happened because it's different when you know we talk about this all the time. If Ray Rice did that, Chris, and punched out his fiance to be later wife, and nobody saw it, there's a difference between like you what don't really see how went bad down. It looks, exactly, right. and the once you see it, been It changes everything, and that's why they're mad that somebody in their organization right. leaked the. Because I don't
3: know what they would have done, and there can be guys on your team that just get on everybody's nerves, and finally somebody puts him in their place, and y'all like, man, yeah, you know, whatever. But still, I'm not trying to justify what he did. But even that, Rob, even if he was – Jordan was getting on people's nerves and, you know – he he, you know, Draymond did what a lot of people felt like doing. But they, have a, they have still should have came down on him. They still, Chris, have a fight face to face though. Him. If you want to do that, I'm, I'm not no, against that, yeah, two yeah. guys but, fighting. Okay, you right. want to
1: like you want to clear the air, and the only way we're going to get this out is one of us going to have to get our butts beat, and then that'll be the end of it, right? I, that those things
3: happen, but you yeah. can't
1: suck punch somebody.
3: I, I think they still should have punished him. Yeah, I mean, and that the ring night excuse is just ludicrous. Um. And so, look, I, like I said, I'm fine with it. We'll see Draymond when we see him. And I, again, Rob, this type of suspension has to include, don't you think, some type of counseling that Chris, he has to complete. Because of that, I don't know how you'd make it indefinite.
1: We just got it uh, from okay. Sh- according to Shams. Okay, Green is is expected to receive counseling and work with the Warriors uh, and NBA while suspended. Uh, after the, you know, the, the punch last night to the head uh, and, has, and has to meet certain criteria, Chris, before returning to play. So, so yes, there are, there are safeguards in there right. uh, and, and steps that he has to follow the same way you know, they had for uh, J- John Morant and for Kyrie, you know what I mean? Like you have to do these right. steps in order to get back in. He might miss 20 games.
3: And to me, Rob, this is where the Warriors can make amends for their negligence over these past few years is that you take this seriously and you make him like, you know, Rob, a lot of times when you have an issue with your employer or you do something that has to be apologized for or whatever, they will say publicly, you know, he's going to go through some counseling or meet with some people, whatever. And it either doesn't happen or it happens, but nobody really, you know, it's not taken seriously. It's just kind of going through the motion. Or they just don't renew your contract. Oh, that's something else. Go ahead. <laughs> but I, I think that this, the way the Warriors can make amends is you really take this seriously. And I'm not saying the dude is crazy, it, it has mental issues. I, I don't know that. I'm not saying that. But they should make him talk to people and sit down and take it seriously. Don't just check it off the list. Oh, Draymond went to see, you know, the, uh, uh, a counselor. Right. You and know, he for did the 20 last, hours you know, of community yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, no. See, make him really go through it. Because, Rob, and, and I, I don't even want to get into whatever's you know, in his personal life or whatever he may be like with family or whatever. I'm just saying – they should take it seriously and don't let him just go through the motions, and then bring him back. No, make I, it be I, a real, you know, some real stuff. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think that's where the NBA. That's why they just didn't even put a number on it. You're not playing. Yep. Get off the get off the court, and we're going to get you straight if you're going to come back and play in the NBA because you're yep. not going to do this again. We're not Absolutely. even going to have the chance. Of you hurting somebody, Chris. We just can't do it. Because if they put a slap on a wrist and he does something else to somebody, at some point they're going to be held responsible, right? At some point. Yep. Like the Warriors. Yep. If somebody's career is ended or, or seriously injured or something happens bad, they're going to be like, well, you let Draymond off the hook four times.
3: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
2: you get your podcasts.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of Life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
2: To on Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
0: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but...
2: Same old oh, yeah.
0: And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, Apple
3: Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Right, 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 Rob. We asked Randy Mueller, former NFL executive, about Cam Newton's statement on uh, some of these quarterbacks today being game managers. Here's what Cam actually said on his podcast: Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brock Parody, like, but Brock, let's—they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock, Parity, Tua Tonga valoa Jared Goff, and really, Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, They're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen. I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer.
1: All right. What are your thoughts, Rob? As usual, Chris, on these podcasts or whatever, there's just – is there a pushback can you can you can you really give me want a, some clarification please and that's what i'm talking about chris that that you just said it cuz i would have been like clarify that you're lumping all these guys together and you're telling me that none of them have skill is that what you're saying that Jared Goff, who who helped, who was a Pro Bowler twice and 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 went to the Super Bowl, Chris, with a team that had the fifth greatest we're offense, the highest, right? <laughs> the, the fifth greatest offense in the history of the that's a game manager, Chris, Right. with the fifth I best agree. offense in the history of the NFL. Come we're on, not man, saying he's he a future not your Hall of Fame, right? But, but give him some credit. Right. Give him some
3: credit, dude. He, he threw the football. Didn't somebody throw the ball at those guys, Chris? I agree with you. I mean, and you you were bringing it up with either with Randy. Like I don't think you can just separate quarterbacks into game manager or difference maker. I mean there there's way too much in between. I think look, you got bad quarterbacks that can't even be game managers. Then you do have game managers, then you do have system quarterbacks, which is what you were bringing up. And then you do have great dif- difference-making quarterbacks. And maybe there's and there's a big gap Maybe, you know, or, or I should say a big range within those. Now, Dak Prescott, Rob, because he threw Dak. First, he said Dak was playing great. At, like He lumped him in with Lamar and Mahomes and all those guys. And then he said he is a game manager. And, you know, look, I think Dak this year, I don't, we'll see what he does next year. Maybe this is who he is for the next seven years or whatever. But this year, He has been a difference maker. He has not been a game manager. He has not been a system quarterback. He has been a difference maker on that offense. There's no ifs ands, or buts about it. Um, I think this is the first year he's done that. I think he started off, Rob, as a game manager. And I used to call him that, a game manager who could make plays, big plays with his legs and his arms, you know, when you needed it. And I think this year he's become something better. Brock Purdy, definitely not a game manager. I mean, that, that uh, uh, Cam said game manager, just don't throw an interception. I think Jimmy G was pro- probably a game manager. Uh, a Ryan Tannehill, a game manager. Maybe a Baker Mayfield. Who, he'll make a few plays here and there. But Brock Purdy is making that offense go, and he's got the best numbers of any quarterback in the league. And so, now, he might be a system quarterback, right? I I think my honest answer on him is maybe he's a system quarterback this year. I don't know. But I think he may develop. He might be one of those guys that starts as a system QB, a la Tom Brady, a la Kurt Warner, um, a la Dak Prescott in my mind. But who develops into more, or maybe is more. It's hard to tell. Because the system is working, they got great players around you, and he's so young, and you, he hasn't really struggled at all, but for a, a few games here or there, um, Tua, I do think again, I wouldn't put any of these guys he mentioned, Rob, as game managers. They're making plays. I think Tua is right now looking like a system QB, but he's still making plays. To me, that's a different. That's different than a game manager. I
1: don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know how many, Chris. Game managers put up a seventy
3: piece. I, I mean, like, like, can we can we say that? I, I just watch because he just Tua said that. He and just, I, I I think he's making like I I do think he. I, I don't want to take anything away from. Him. Yeah, he's not a game manager. No, no, no. Again. I'm just no, saying, no, but I agree according to manager. according to what Cam said, yeah, a game no, managers don't you. don't lose the game. Putting up I, seventy right. points is not. Don't <laughs> lose the game, Chris. Thank you. You are absolutely right. right? right there. And that's where your pet peeve. About instead of sitting there being a yes man, right? Be like, well, hold on. They scored seventy. They scored that's seventy. Like a game manager to me. That's all. And, that, and again, right. you you were trying to give Cam an out with Randy saying, well, I think he means system quarterback. Well, he—that's what you want the ho- co-host to ask. Do you mean system QB or game manager? And he probably does differentiate between those, Rob. Right? But he wasn't pushed on it,
2: and he didn't uh, say it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you... If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
2: to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
3: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
2: In my best hopes,
4: I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
3: I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I know all over Sports Talk Radio now, Chris, uh, Otani's a topic, right? And conversation all, right. all over. I want, if you listen to The Odd Couple of the last few years... This is not new to us. We've been talking about Otani for a couple, right. for three years, Chris. Yep. Right? This yep. is we. This is not new. And some topic we're just picking up because it's so you can't ignore it anymore. Right. We've talked about him, Absolutely. and and you guys have responded last year. that's Rob G, the number two rated Chris download last year. Was the was the conversation about Otani or Judge who should be the MVP? That was our number two, and we do all kinds of topics and all kinds of stuff. So I just wanted to put that out there that I know on every station now and every stop show. chilling
3: for baseball.
1: Right? I am. I can't it's help. it. It's just sad, but we've been doing it for all. That's all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> all right. All right. So so obviously this contract is very complicated. Um, Six hundred eighty million dollars of it deferred. Let me say this quickly, Rob. I do think it—and and baseball is really—I don't even know if that's legal right now in the NFL and NBA. Um, but in baseball, it's not unheard of. You see right. this sometimes. Bobby Bonilla got a de- yep, deferred he's still a Everybody payout. talks about that, right? Uh, Freddie Freeman contract, like $57 million was deferred. Mookie Betts deferred a little bit of his. Um, I actually think, Rob, that—I I think that can be a good thing for athletes because— you know, a lot of these guys are young when they, I mean, they're young generally, all of them are generally speaking young, but you know, you're 23 years old, you come into all this money, sometimes you come from a, you know, an impoverished background, or even if you don't, I mean, I wouldn't have known what to do with all that money, and I I was grew up middle class. Um, and so sometimes you may overspend or whatever, because you're young. And I do think that it, it can be good for an athlete who's going to retire at age 35, you know, g- generally speaking, to have deferred, millions deferred, so that you're still getting a huge contract when you're done playing. I think some athletes could really benefit from that. We all know Allen Iverson's situation, Rob, where a lot of his Reebok money was deferred, and he didn't like it. And his mom, they, that's why they got rid of David Falk, But it worked out for him and, and is a benefit to him. Um, so I don't I don't have a problem with that. I'm just shocked at the amount, right? Like that six hundred and eighty million of, right, 700 of the seven hundred, right, birth? right. And right. I know he doesn't need the money, he's got endorsement money galore, and obviously you can live nicely off two million a year if that's all you were getting. But that that's what really was shocking to me, Rob.
1: Yeah, I mean, when the details come out, Chris, it is. For him to make only two million dollars is just doesn't fit in because now he's like the seventeenth highest paid player on the Dodgers roster, Chris. So they get a, a, a once in a lifetime unicorn type player, right? Uh, and they're not paying any money
3: for him. And it, but throws it does off, count what forty six million on the cap, so to speak, right? But there's no cap. You know what I mean? I mean, a right, threshold, but, but, but right, there's right, a luxury right. tax and all that stuff, right?
1: But still, it, it does take away. And this is where I think Shohei's got to be very careful. He should be a player that people are all into uh look up to, admire, marvel at. I just saw a story in Forbes, Chris. The Dodgers season tickets doubled. Oh yeah. The, the, right yeah. after they signed Otani. Double yep. double season tickets. Doubled. So so now by Otani doing this, it looks like he's LeBron James too. He's building a super team. He's doing it against the the different way that people have done it. They're already going after y- Yamahoda, right? Yeah, yeah Yamahoda, right? Uh they're trying to get the other pitcher, right? Who's a who's a stud. And my point is now, there's reports that they could get him a tomorrow. trade, right? They could get a trade tomorrow and 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 only uh, it won't hurt him because Otani's not taking that much money. Because they and already this, were, had a great team anyway. They won 100 games the last two years? Right. What, are they going to win, 120? <laughs> and, and and what I'm saying is he's now going to turn himself from this uh, baseball hero unicorn who we can't get enough of into the villain. He's going to the – building a super team – Where the Dodgers now, because of the way he structured his contract, and he doesn't have to have all the money, and the Dodgers could financially, Chris, even though it counts, financially do it now and go out and get two or three starting pitchers to go with Otani. Otani, Chris, if if they pull this off and they do what they seem that they're going to do, should be villain number one in Major League Baseball. Because this is how LeBron was vilified in doing something very similar, in that he altered the structure of putting teams together. And this is very different for a star player in baseball to take such a quiz. You said it. It's not that some of the money's deferred, 680
3: of the 70 is deferred. 97% or something. Like, like, that. like, like that is like unheard of. That's unheard yeah. of. Okay, look, I agree with you, and Rob G. can attest, right, when we were talking before the show about the topics, I mentioned to him, without knowing your view, um, it's like a super team, like he's putting together a super team. So I totally agree with you on that. Where I disagree with you, and and I would think you'll like this, but where I disagree with you, Rob, is that baseball is just so different. I don't think he can be a villain because, Rob – they could have the nine best or, let's say, the eight best position players in baseball and three of the top four pitchers, you know, from last year and still not win it. Like, baseball, you just cannot guarantee. I mean, heck, we know that the team in Anaheim, but for the injuries, I mean, you had Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani, arguably the two best players or two of the top three or four best players in baseball and you didn't even make the playoffs. Look at San Diego. Look at all their talent. They didn't make the playoffs. Like, you you have – I just think in baseball – now, I do think Rob Ohtani will definitely win at a World Series with the Dodgers. Can I – do I – can I feel – say with certainty he's going to win multiple? I hope so, but I can't say that. I do think baseball is so different that that should, to me – Protect him from the villain perception. Okay, that's fair.
1: That's a fair point. And the way baseball goes. But it could be like that. people looked at the Yankees, the evil empire, Chris. They won. They had the high payroll. Right. They had the players. They won three out of four. And they four. didn't even have – remember, right? they were homegrown a lot. That, of no, guys. Right. Those guys were homegrown. Andy Pettit, yep. Mariano Rivera, Jorge Posada, Derek Jeter, Bernie Ernie, Williams. Yep. Those yep. were all Yankee farmhands that all developed into stars. But still, then they added other pieces, Chris, and they were the evil empire, and they didn't let that part. So so that so if 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 Otani does this and it works for the Dodgers, that's where I think he becomes a villain because the other teams will be like, dude, this is unfair. Like this is unfair because he came, he altered the shift. In the, in, the, in the power structure in baseball, right, by going to the Dodgers and then giving them such a team-friendly contract that they were able to stockpile two other star right. pitchers to go along with him, and then they won three in a row. I'm just saying, and he won't be like the, the – uh, they'll, they'll look at him as the villain.
3: Well, I think that's interesting, and you're right. It's, it's funny. It's like if it doesn't work, you obviously won't be a villain. If it right. does work – He could be, but I I would throw this out. If it does work, let's say they win, you know, three of the next five championships or maybe even more, you know, than that Uh, three, three out of four years or three in a row or whatever. Do you think would they be viewed as villains or would it just be, would it be kind of Rob what baseball's really been looking for? Like, I think there's a great argument to be made that they would actually capture the imagination of the nation. And we know baseball has been these last few decades. People have said it's now a regional sport and all that. But with the greatest player in the game who's so unique because he does you know, pitching and hitting, and then Mookie Betts and other superstars who are clear-cut Hall of Famers, and them winning championships... I actually think, Rob, that might just be what the doctor ordered for baseball because who wouldn't love that? I mean, I think that's the type of thing that brings in casual fans. And again, because of the nature of the sport, I don't think it would be viewed like Golden State was when they had Kevin Durant. I think it might be like people just its like a traveling circus that everybody loves yeah no
1: i i get that and and that was the the heatles right like they were well, like, and a, they were, right? they, but
3: they were, you know, they were viewed as villains,
1: right? I'm just saying, but they, but it was there was a circus going around? Everybody right. wanted it. To helped beat them, them and that whatnot. they
3: lost that first year, right? People it did. Saying, it, okay, they're not, you know, they're what not I mean? gonna go, they're not gonna right. go to four and a, win four right.
1: straight, and like LeBron, not two, not three, not four. Right. So it didn't happen the first year. It Gave people like, okay, good, you know what I mean, right. to feel not, better right. about it. Yeah. But had yeah. they won right off the bat, Chris, it might have been. a oh, they would have been hated probably throughout the tenure. Exactly. And that's you know, what I think could happen with the Dodgers. If they if they're able to get two more pitchers, if they're able to do that, it could be it could be an incredible thing.
3: I don't know, I mean, you're you're obviously not grinding necessarily like you used to, but have you talked to people in baseball, around baseball, like is there a feeling, um, a negative feeling about the contract and what it could allow the Dodgers to do or or not?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, there are people who who don't like it in baseball, you know, like b- because is this going to start some sort of new trend? Is this going to put pressure on other players, Chris, not to take to their money the up front? Thing, right. Yep. You know, like a team, oh, are you trying to win? Look at Otani. Yep, he wanted to win. He's right. the best player and he's not even taking any money. You got endorsement money to live on. You got plenty of money coming in. Like, you know, they start counting your, your pocketbook.
0: Have you